Ready? Oh! Here we go again. Gonna wake up the downstairs neighbors. <laughs> down, don't let beat you up. There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up to home. Sometimes everybody don't know anything at all. All right, you're listening to Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. And I'm Brian. Hello, Brian. How are you? I have a cold. I was going to say, you sound... Cold Brian almost sounds like Attorney General Jeff Sessions. A little bit, yes. (laughs) I have. (laughs) That's what happens. Uh, Maybe Jeff Sessions is on a shitload of NyQuil. That might be... (laughs) That explains a lot, actually. That would explain a lot of his uh, thought processes. Yeah, that would explain a lot of things if if Nyquil was what people were on like a lot. Yeah. So so yeah. you're sick? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I've got a cold. Right. First run of the season. I'm really glad you're telling me this now as we get locked in this little tiny chamber. Yeah, together. I coughed all over your microphone. Oh, thanks. You came in. Thanks. Yeah, enjoy that. Did really you at least lick it clean afterwards? Yes, you're Sweet. welcome. Awesome. And then of course I lost some snot all over it. So, wow. but whatever. I didn't lick that off. Oh, that's why it's moist. Oh. Moist. 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 Speaking of moist. Yeah. I saw Wonder Woman. <laughs> That's appropriate. It made me moist. Okay. Yeah. Yep. We're off, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. <laughs> All right. So, Brian, you hey. finally saw the uh, the female empowerment comic book movie, Wonder Woman, and your first takeaway is that it made you wet. Yes, it. Uh, what was it like? Isn't it still like the highest grossing movie of the year so far? Still, like I think it's still up there. I don't think anything's beat it yet. Did Guardians two not beat it? No, I don't think it did. Okay, then yeah, it probably is. I can't think of what. I mean, Star Wars will destroy it, but probably Star Wars will wind up being the highest grossing movie of the year. But although it does uh, come as of right out now, it's Wonder Woman in the year, so I don't know if it'll make enough money in can. time. I don't know how that works. Like if they count, like oh, well, you came out in. Like, if it comes out in December, because it comes out, what, December 17th or something? Something like that. And then, like, it does it count, like, all the money it makes even in the next year, does that count? Because it's technically, it's just when the movie came out. Right? Yeah. I don't know. So you'd be like, oh. I mean, I don't know. I, I wonder know. if they have, like, I know they have, like, opening weekend numbers. And right. then, yeah, you know, I, I don't know if, like, once its theater run ends, if they look at its total gross. But then would they apply that to 2018? Right, that was my thought. Like, which one? Which year does it count? Like, when is the fiscal? Ho- you know what, Hollywood, get back to us on this. Yeah. Okay. Tweet no us. more ideas for you until you Hit tell us, up us on the tout. answer to this. Do you remember yeah. tout? Do you remember? Do you remember tout? Tout? Yeah, you don't, do you? Uh, but the, the tone in my voice is not the cold medicine. It's the me thinking you're making this up. No, no, tout apparently is still a thing. Um, but I think the only people that use it is like the dudes that designed and developed it and their mothers. What is Tout? Tout is basically kind of like Snapchat. It was, it was. I think it was like one of the first video, like social media video message things. So like Instagram has their okay. stories now, and Snapchat came out, you know, came out big with the yeah. old ten second video clips. Tout was like that. All right. Yeah. And then it just it just died. Oh yeah, yeah. It just I I I actually I I just mentioned it randomly i haven't done any research on this so it would be interesting i'm curious when snapchat came out 
versus when Tout died off, because I'm fairly certain that's what did it. You know what's going to happen? Tout's going to blow up now and like totally overtake Snapchat and be the new, because we stopped, talked about it. Well, well you talked I'll about tell you what, those, uh, those listeners of ours that are subscribers and listen to this thing as soon as it comes out, go buy stock in Tout. Maybe don't do that. But you should totally go buy stock and tout because, like I Brian mean, said, it's going to skyrocket as soon as this or, episode gets. Or do gets go buy stock and tout because you could probably, like, some change in your couch cushion with <laughs> a couple thousand shares, I imagine, at this point. If you check enough couch cushions, you could be the, oh. uh, what do they call that? The Not the major stockholder, but, like, the... What's the, the one majority that was, shareholder. Like, the majority shareholder, yeah. You could literally yeah. end up being that just <laughs> by cleaning some couches. Doesn't like Justin Timberlake own MySpace yep. still, or did he sell that shit off? Oh, I don't Does know if he. Well, yeah, I don't know if he. I think he still has it. I can't imagine who would do, buy he, it. Do, right? Who would buy MySpace? I thought that when Justin Timberlake bought it. Apparently, it's a music then. platform, but I don't see anybody no <laughs> p- promoting it. <laughs> no. I actually logged into MySpace probably like three years ago just because I was like, oh, man, I wonder what my MySpace looks like. And it's completely changed. It's all just about music now. You're right. And I, I was kind of hoping to see some real wonderful shitty words from 2005, 2006, Brian. <laughs> and I was let down. Yeah. There I was nothing there. I can't get into mine because I don't remember my password and I don't remember what email address I used. Yeah, it was that long ago. Yeah. So I have tried sometime in the last like five or six years I tried and I couldn't tell you what's out there for me um, if it even still exists. I I would hope that they deactivate profiles after a certain decade or two. Mine wasn't deactivated. (laughs) It it easily been about, no, I mean, not quite a decade, but eight years or seven or eight years. So do you remember AIM? Yes. Yeah. I never used it really, but I do remember it. Oh, that was that was big when I was in school. Um. <laughs> yeah, in that place. In that 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 at some level of education, I won't say when, because that at least sure. gave me a couple <laughs> blurs of <laughs> age I could be. But Fantastic. yeah, that was a thing. Hey, speaking of age, I know we're just aimlessly wandering right now in yeah. conversation. <laughs> it's how it's how this show works, man. I'm I'm on cold medicine, so I give no shit. I'm drinking. I'll scotch, talk about Wonder so. Woman at some point, maybe. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, we should. Oh, yeah, that's right. Wonder Woman. Sorry. What were you going to well, say about Before we age? get to Wonder Woman, though, I, I got to talk about. So uh, somebody pointed out to me this year that uh, this is last little bit ago was September 11th. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I always remember the old September 11th because it was a pretty epic day in 2001. But somebody pointed out that there are kids who got their driver's license this year who were not alive. And that next year, in 2018, there will be, or no, 2019, so two years from now, there will be kids graduating high school who were not alive and have no knowledge of a pre-9-11 United States. Wow. Yeah. So they might think we actually have it pretty good right now. Right? They're probably like, (laughs) hey. Oh, I I would think, actually, they probably think we have it really bad, and it's like, no, it gets worse, trust me. Arabs fly things into things, and it gets way worse. But think about the world or America pre nine eleven. Um, sure, aim, aim. Well, even before that, geo cities. No, because uh, two thousand one, right? Two thousand one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two thousand one. Um, the internet was barely as you know I widely mean, there was, used. 
It's certainly not as widely used now, but I mean, I was living in the sticks in Oregon, and I, I had access to internet at which I would attempt to look at naughty pictures of women, and um, <laughs> each line of the picture oh, yeah. would fill in. Yep. Sometime, you know, within an hour, certainly I would get to see a naughty picture of a lady. But <laughs> I don't remember it who took does the uh, who does the joke. There's there's some stand up comedian from like a decade ago that was talking about porn back in the dial-up days, and, and mm. the pictures would load uh, literally a, li- a horizontal line at a time working their way top down, and they're like, oh, oh, yeah, so she's got a pretty face there. Oh, yeah, look at, look at that. Oh, 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 there's a boob. Oh, look at that. There's two boobs. Look at those boobs. Those are nice. I, I apparently they're lopsided or something, but oh, right. oh, 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 here we go. Here we go. Look at it. There's a penis. Oh, God, she's got a penis. Yeah, 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 that happened to me. <laughs> This is a shattering day for young Brian. <laughs> Wait a minute. Do I what? do I stop? Do I, I mean? I thought <laughs> I've been going thought, for twenty minutes. I'm waiting on this picture. I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. I'm, I'm halfway in now. I don't care. It's a nice penis. Good job. Good job, Dude. ma'am. <laughs> Sir, <laughs> miss, Mister. Actually, anyway. I'm gonna. You, this, believe it or not, this segues into something that we should. That <laughs> we, what does this segue into? <laughs> that we uh, that we probably should strap in, discuss. folks. Let's find out. <laughs> um. So gender identity is a big thing these days. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's true. And I, I like to think of myself as a pretty tolerant person and and largely liberal when it comes to to sexuality and that sort of thing. And I. I I had I found myself having a kind of a thought process that I don't I wasn't necessarily proud of because it felt somewhat mm-hmm. intolerant but I figured I'd bounce it off you and you know our listening public here because um, it's a safe There's space right sure I mean we we collectively uh, talked about uh, molesting a seventeen year old girl nope, on this that show was two all you ago. that was your fault that you was went there. not always and you know what we did not actually talk about collectively molesting her that's true we. We talked about taking her out on a pleasant date. That was my idea. Anyway. Uh huh. So, yeah. So why yeah. did you call it a praying mantis situation? Because if you if she was a praying mantis and you'd gone on a date, it, you, she would have just probably killed you. I mean, it's a horror movie that she was in. You're a horror clearly, movie. I'm a horror movie. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So gen- that, gender identity. So gender identity. Here we go. Strap in, folks. He's taking a sip of scotch. Away we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. This week's episode of Final Hour with Esco's Neighbors is brought to you by Red Label, Johnny Walker. Awesome. Yeah, hey, Johnny Walker's a fine scotch maker. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. So anyway, there, there's a person that I'm acquainted with, and they, do you remember the old Saturday Night Live skit, It's Pat? Yes. It's very much a Pat situation where... I I don't know what gender this person is identifying with because they kind of have the the appearance and carry themselves as either uh, a male that is living their life as a female, kind mm-hmm. of, in, in a more butch way, or sure. a girl that is living her life as a guy. Um, and it got me thinking that just based off the like my my brain not necessarily just with gender identity but in general my brain needs to have some sort of 
definite point to latch on to. Right. Just like a reference point. Sure. And it's it's for it's for a lot of things. Like if you know, it, even just with weather, is you know, it's either going to be chilly or it's going to be warm. It's you know, my brain's not going to process if somebody's like it's kind of like. You know that feeling when you're just coming out of a dream? If you could translate that to temperature, that doesn't work for me. So right. so in this, I, I literally, the fact that while I'm telling this, I don't know if I should refer to this person as a he or a she. Sure. Um, because I don't know what him or her w- is wanting to live their life as. And, and while I feel that it is completely their choice to... Sure, they're welcome to do whatever they like. Exactly. Yeah, for them, yeah. What seems to be throwing me off is the fact that it's not, and I think the term is gender fluid, is the fact that it's not a def- it's not one that you know whether or not they 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 identify with being male or female. I'm fine either way, but it's it's almost like I I have a hard time figuring out how to because it's none of my business, so I feel I would feel uncomfortable asking. Right, but it is tricky, right? And so, but but in my but it's just throwing me off enough because I feel like I I just want to be able to say. That's a good dude, or she's a cool chick, right? Or but you don't know which way to go with exactly, it. or even just to politely refer to them as sir or ma'am. No idea, couldn't tell you, and it's it's kind of throwing me off, and so it made me. It, I felt a little guilty because I like I'm not trying to be. You right, know, I'm trying to be a dick. Yeah, I'm not trying to be a dick in any yeah, way. There's, shape there's or a difference between hey there, you know, slur of some kind, and hi, how are you? Sir, <laughs> you know, like you don't know. You're trying to be. I I had a similar situation at work, not quite similar in that um, there was a a person I worked with, and uh, I'm just gonna say her name was. Uh, I I thought her name was Alex, mm-hmm. and um, like our friend. That I was on remember the show? I was talking to I was talking to somebody at work, and I got along great with Alex. We had she's a super cool person. Uh, awesome coworker, and uh, I just remember one time I was, she called on the phone from a different, um, you know, I was at Universal, a different venue, said something, I hung up the phone, I turned to somebody, I was like, hey, Alex says that she's blah, 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 I said something, and they were like, oh, actually, Alex likes to be a guy, and I was like, oh, cool, okay, so the next time I ran into Alex, I was, I, I, it was kind of a moment where I was like, hey, so I just heard that, you know, you, you identify as a guy, and she was like, I do, actually. She was really chill about it. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing that I think that if you're gender fluid, you got to just be cool, okay? Like, it just, like, understand that if we come at you and we're like, hey, I hear you pretend you're a dude or something, you stupid piece of, you know, then tell us to fuck off. Right. But if we genuinely come up to you with a question of, like, I just want to know, would you like to be referred to as ma'am or sir or he or she? And Alex was totally a bro about it. We bumped <laughs> fists, and I was like, "Cool, bro, you're bro. That sounds great to me." And see, and, and that I totally get. What I think what throws me off on this one is that uh, it it is a it is a work thing. So it's always a, right. it's always a danger zone. You know, you don't yeah. want to, especially because if the question does offend them, then you then you uh, literally that's the that's the harassment thing. So right. But here's the other thing: is it's it's kind of like. It's I, uh, I. It's kind of like you wouldn't go up to a woman that you're pretty sure is pregnant and ask right. when she's due, because if she's not, that's gonna be really <laughs> hurtful for her and for you. That my that was yeah. my Dr. Seuss version of that. Sure. So that was really well done. Thank you. Dr. Seuss is super proud. <laughs> um, so thrilled with that. But so it's the sort of thing where because I can't tell. Mm. 
I genuinely can't tell if this person is also trying to go for a different gender because if if it's a if it's a if it if see now it feels bad saying it if they are a if they're if they're a female that is literally living life as a female just has chosen a fashion sense and a hairstyle and mannerisms that lean more Pretty masculine I, right I, I wouldn't want to ask and be like hey you know do you identify <laughs> as a as a chick or a dude because that could be if there's no question in her mind it could be what the fuck right. is the matter with you <laughs> suddenly she's like what are you talking about yeah so you know, yeah no it's true right. uh, it's true yeah tricky. i don't know I, I i i usually wait until someone else makes the mistake and then i'm like oh you intolerant dick bag you know what i you? should do hmm. i should just troll outside of the bathrooms and see which one they go into that is actually genuinely not a bad idea. <laughs> like, I'm not suggesting Sounds creepy you hang as shit. creepily, <laughs> but if the water fountain is near the bathroom doors <laughs> and you can go and you see this person get up to go towards the restroom, maybe be like, mm, I need some water right now, or I also need to use the bathroom, and then you'll know. Mm-hmm. That That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Because it is, it's one of those things that you just don't want to, I mean, and there are people out there, like my coworker, who was really cool and chill about it. And then there are people who will fly in your face and punch you and scream at you and people who will not be so cool with it. Exactly. And they exist. Fortunately, I mean, those are two wildly different ends of the spectrum. So, yeah, I, I actually, I'm not even kidding. I think your idea of bathroom lurking <laughs> is not a bad idea. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even kidding you. Or, like, maybe there's, like, another coworker, if you know, who knows them. Mm-hmm. You can sort of ask them. That's what happened with me. Is that another coworker told me, "Oh, Alex it likes to be, you know, is 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 a guy." And I was like, "Oh, okay, Alex is a guy. Cool, awesome." I mean, so I mean, that might be a way to go about it. Maybe, yeah. But yeah, asking them point blank is dangerous. It is, yeah, and it is a weird thing, especially in the workplace too. So yep. there's 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 a long way to go still. I think there before we're all comfortable and like, hmm, I feel like I'm not going to offend you by asking you if. Your love of flannel and khakis defines you or not. <laughs> Just, I'm not sure, and I don't want to offend you. So, okay, so so it sure. sounds like though, at least, uh, you're not you're not mocking me for being uh, intolerant. Uh, no, I I have had the same problem once or twice in my life, uh, and I've also had times where I was pretty sure I was addressing a person that wanted to be referred to as a woman, and it turned out she wanted to be referred to as a man, mm-hmm. and I just made the correction. And I mean, I, there were times where I've I've made the correction and then fucked it up later, and the person's been cool about it and been like, "Oh yeah, no, actually," and they're like, "Oh fuck, sorry," you know. Like it's, it's nothing. I think I think people get way too worked up about a lot of a lot of issues. Period. Mm-hmm. But that's especially one where I'm like, "Hey, we're all learning here, okay? Maybe <laughs> maybe we all just cut each other some slack." And if you want to identify as, as gender fluid, you you do that. But then also be aware that when you make that decision, it comes with questions. Mm-hmm. I think so, I think yeah. honestly the the biggest problem with uh, with why we're so I don't know I, I can't remember how you just phrased it but we're 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 really careful touchy touchy careful um, is uh, is unfortunately that there is and it may be a minority of our population but it's a it's the if it is it's the loud minority that's where, usually how yeah where you've got just the people that refuse to treat anybody that makes those kind of decisions or has that sort of life as a human being and unfortunately those assholes ruin it for just normal people like you and i that just want to we just want to play within everybody's rules it's totally cool i just want to know what the rules are 
Yeah. And unfortunately, because you got somebody who, you know, drives their truck with a Confederate flag flying behind it, screaming hate speech at everybody, all of a sudden, an innocent question from you or me can be lumped in with. I mean, once you've once you've been a victim of that person, you tend to just have a ship chip on your shoulder. Yep. So, yeah, no, it's and and understandably so. Yeah. So Uh, the world we live in. So Wonder Woman, huh? Speaking of <laughs> someone that definitely identifies as a woman, Gail Gadot uh-huh. was fucking fantastic. Right? She was really good. Now, and I, spoiler I really rule in effect. Her. So, spoil. Oh, okay. Because we can't spoil anything because it's still within a year. <sighs> but I want to talk about the fact that the donkey from My Force Awakens. <laughs> no, there is no donkey from My Force Awakens. It was just, I, I thought it was a great movie. Um, I thought it was nice that they put the Chris Pine romance in there a little bit, mm-hmm. but that it, they didn't overplay it. It didn't define her or anything too much. Um, and Chris Pine's one of those guys that I think he's one of our leading men that can sort of play leading man, but like Sensitive. he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't come off as too macho. Yeah, he comes off as like, oh, hey, he's Chris Pine. He's a nice guy. He's real, real cool, bro. But he can be macho enough. Like the his Kirk work is good. Oh yeah, no, no. Oh yeah, it's Kirk. Actually, I think always every once in a while he's Kirk work, especially in that second movie. Uh, first and third movie are pretty Kirkly, but mm-hmm. that second movie, I was like, "Are you compensating for something? What's going on here?" Because there was <laughs> way too macho in that one. Well, um, wait. So the second mind, yeah. movie was the one with Benedict Cumberbatch, right? Yeah, I didn't well, like that one. Either. There you go. That really? he, he was in there with 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 the Cumberbatch. He had to overcompensate. I mean, when you're working with another actor who has the name Cum in their name, you really got to step batch. your manly game up. And, and Batch, yeah. Yeah, I mean you can't. Wow, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch is—he's—he's he's like a built-in porn star right there. Pretty much, like <laughs> I think somebody asked him that interview once. Like, is that your real name or is that like your porn name? And you just <laughs> like, oh, I guess I'll be in real movies instead of porn movies. Okay, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> Apparently, he used to get called Bend Your Dick, Come on My Back <laughs> in, in college. So, um, anyway, all of that aside. Uh, Wonder, I admit, it was just really well written. It was really well paced. It was everything I have not come to expect from a DC movie. Um, right. The fight scenes were still dope. Like, someone needs to show Zack Snyder that, though he was a producer on it, so I assume he's seen it, and be like, hey, you can have your cool little stop and then fast forward fight scenes and still have characters that we care about and don't. you don't have to have dumb shit in there. So Now, I wasn't crazy about the ending battle. It wasn't flawless, but I I didn't no problems with it. I just I don't know. For me, it felt super CG heavy, and it was. And the uh, so that kind of took away a little bit. But also, the one thing, and I think I mentioned this back when I saw the movie. Um, but I felt like because Zack Snyder helped write the story, I think, or the script, I think or something. He, yeah, he was involved in the story. Yeah. So there were key moments that I would. I would be willing to put large sums of money on that in the writing room if there if there were parts that were clearly like oh yeah this section was heavily handled by so and so and so and so handled this section there were some parts in there where just some of the there was the, it was like the cheese level ratcheted up a little bit yeah. and I was like I bet you Zack Snyder wrote that like there were just moments that I got pulled out of going that, that was that was Snyder Snyder it, was it wasn't a it wasn't a flawless movie. No, there were some flaws, and yeah, you're right. Some of the dialogue was clunky here and there, and that was mainly my big gripe gripe with it. But 
just I think DC had us to that point where it was like all the sex has been so terrible that when a competent experience came along, it was like, holy shit, this is great. <laughs> you know, so speaking of the sex, I yes. I actually I thought it was great in the sense of for one for the movie Wonder Woman, I thought it was great that because it was one of the first comic book movies it may, actually that is the first comic book movie with a solo strong heroine right like suicide squad so, yeah, we wouldn't yeah. count right no so i like the fact that she was the hero she, it's her story she yeah. has the romance with chris pine but like you said it doesn't define her and the one scene of i'll say i'm using air quotes gratuitous nudity um, was with Chris Pine, not with her. True. Which I thought was was a was a cool way to just kind of be like, look, all of the stuff you're used to seeing, especially with superhero movies, with overly sexualizing the women. Granted, she was hot. She looked great. Oh, they had a couple. The outfit was very on point yeah. and sexy. But she, Gal Gal Gadot is sexy and looked sexy multiple times in that movie. Right. So. But yeah. but it wasn't like in your Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles where you have at least one extended shot of Megan Fox bending over and the camera is just right on her ass. There was a point in my life where I used to look at, and that point, by the way, and some of you may argue that it's more recently than I'd like you to argue <laughs> because sometimes it rears its ugly head, but 12-year-old Brian would just see boobies mm -hmm. and literally pretty much like you could call it that it didn't always have to be boobs like maybe a girl with a nice butt or something or 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 whatever in a movie in real life whatever 12 year old to 15 year old brian went boobies and was just like oh my god and she was not a woman so much as just boobies right the goal in life for men i think is we've got to get past boobies but they're so we've got to nice. get to a point where it's like <laughs> hey I'm an adult human. This is an attractive woman for many reasons. Boobies are certainly one of them. <laughs> but additionally, she is a fascinating human being, uh, has her own sexuality, of which I want to mingle with mine, and, and so much more. Like, like, the world should get more complex than boobies. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the time, comic book movies have been pretty content to just go, boobies. boobies. Can that, can, is, this, can, it, can that be the name of this episode, please? Just oh boobies. I thought we were supposed to not. <laughs> it, needs to, you know, it needs to be like a journey from boobies to to Wonder Woman or something. How about, I don't how know. about boobies? Thanks for the memories. Wow. <laughs> that, uh, that's good. Come on. It's, <laughs> it's not bad. <laughs> um, we'll come back to it. We'll worry about it later. We'll figure something out. We'll find something. I, I'm I, not against it. I, I want to play a little game with you. This is going to be a little bit of a psychological game. Uh, uh, okay. A Brian. All right, Doctor Lecter. A Brian maturity test, if you will. Sure. You don't have to tell me how old you were, by numbers, sure. but I I but feel it, like your response should be what age you were in maturity, based kay. on your response to what I described. All right. Go for it. So. You've seen American Pie. Yes. The scene with 
Is it Shannon Elizabeth? Is that her name? It is Shannon Elizabeth. Yes. Though I called her boobies for quite a long time. Yes. Okay. So, so when you when you when you witnessed her cinematic work in that movie, particularly that scene, what yes. what level of maturity boobies. response was it? B- boobies. Boobies. I mean, to be fair, that movie was pretty much like I'm sorry, it was a hot oh, Russian know. foreign exchange student. They wanted boobies. I'm starting you off I easy. Boobies. I'm starting you off easy. Okay, yeah, boobies. Okay. Definitively boobies. Have you seen American Beauty? Yes. Okay. So, um, Mina Suvari. Boobies. Okay. I was very young when that movie came out. <laughs> boobies. All right. Have you seen The Devil's Advocate? Ye- once, yes. Okay. Do you recall the scene, very dramatic scene, where yes. Charlie's. She's naked. Charlie's Theron, boobies. Well, but there's a couple different parts of this, so this is an important uh, determining okay. part. It's sure. when she's in the church, and she stands up yep. and disrobes, and she has scars all over her body, and it's like a traumatic yep. thing. Your thought was? Boobies. Okay. Right. okay. You're picking everything from the late 90s. It's like, dude, I was in full-on boobies <laughs> those years. <laughs> all right, well, then here, this is going to be the ultimate test then, Brian, and you have to be honest. Look me in sure. the eye. Tell me you're yep. going to be honest. Honest. I will be honest as the day is long. Have you seen <laughs> Star Wars My Force nope, Awakens? Nope. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. better. Have you seen Schindler's <laughs> List? Yes, once a long time ago. Okay. I guarantee you I did not at any point during Schindler's List think boobies. Okay, good. That was that was a test cuz lit- cuz like they had you know, they had nudity in there as they were going through yeah. like, the the Holocaust. They did. Yes. Before. No, I mean it was black and white and it was during a Holocaust. I mean th- there's certain times like every movie you mentioned The Devil's Advocate really I should have been paying attention and I was aware of the plot, but it was Charlize Theron who is, you know, gorgeous. Charlize Theron. I'll get now. Here's the thing: if they put Charlize Wait, Theron before, in Schindler's before List, you go, before you continue with this, I, I just want to. I just want to publicly I commit a hate say, crime. I just want to publicly say, sure, I'm very proud of you. I was worried you were going to fail the Schindler's List test, but I'm very proud of you. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, what were you going to say about before you, before you get too excited? <laughs> had Shannon Elizabeth, or you know, if Charlize Theron, in all of her curvaceous glory, mm-hmm. were to strut across the screen of Schindler's List, oh God. Like, a second of me might be like, whoa, boobs. I mean, then I'd be like, oh, my God, she needs to get the fuck out of there. Like, but, uh, you know, like, like there's certain movies that definitely aim for more boobies. I think it's 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 how it is how nudity is done in films mm-hmm. that that really draws me. Now, here you want to talk about a test I will have failed. Mm-hmm. I have a thing for Kirsten Dunst. Always have ever since, like, Interview with the Vampire Jumanji era. But Which, by the way, when I first saw her, I thought, not boobies, but... I like that girl. She's hot and cool, and I want to hang out with her. So it wasn't, and that was in prime boobies territory. So I obviously don't just immediately default to boobies. Yeah, for, uh, uh, for me, it was Christina Ricci. Uh, oh, Adam's yeah. Family and Casper time frame. So oh, before yeah. she got, like, hot, but she was cute. Yeah. Casper era Christina Ricci was very... But see, you don't think boobies. You just think attractive. Oh, of course. I, crush yeah, I just girl. think, like, sure. marriage. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm 12. She'll probably <laughs> go for this. It worked for the Romans. It'll work for me. So Kirsten Dunst, a few probably at this point, probably like six or seven years ago, did a movie called Melancholia. And the movie is about a planet crashing into our world on her wedding day. And it's a super artsy movie from Lars von Trier, the guy that made Nymphomaniac and Antichrist. And it's it's a very weird, strange movie. And along comes a moment where Kirsten Dunst uh, is reclining nude 
and I straight up went to boobies. Just <laughs> hard, like, 12-year-old Brian reared his head, which, because that's the thing, is you're never, you're never, like, that's part of who you are. So at any point, like, an 80-year-old man can, can go triggered. boobies at any second, you know? Like, they just, it's it's learning to be a, a human being and watching, you know, a movie, like, a more recent film with nudity, trying to think of one um game of thrones God. it's not a movie but sure game of thrones game of thrones actually tries to throw boobies at you a lot and my mind this season really i thought they did a lot better they did they were much better uh other than the boat huh <laughs> oh right yeah i mean that, they, that wasn't throwing it at you it was just oh all right here we go boat <laughs> time um but uh they do they do throw and they always get crap for like oh you guys are just appealing to 15 year old boys that are up late watching their parents hbo thing and of course they are of course they are it's a definite part of manhood i'd say when you see a pair of breasts presented to you in an attractive manner like shane and elizabeth's you respond to it it's nature this is this is the story of our evolution as 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 animals here people <laughs> like you want boys to look at boobs and go boobs or if they're gay look at dicks and go dicks whatever you need them to procreate I, 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 that part doesn't quite work on the gay spectrum oh right yes no, <laughs> or, or just really get busy whatever uh you, you need their sexuality to awaken to be you know sexuality this is part a of very being informative human. educational podcast so far i, actually, I know i, I want to give a shout would. out to my non-jewish jewish mother because she raised two boys no girls and mm. so this is the stuff, Ma, this is the stuff you probably were not aware of, of, of how we grow and how we how we think and develop. See, You're welcome. We're not just penis jokes on this show. <laughs> we also talk about boobies in a serious in a way. Seri serious boobies. <laughs> There's serious our title. Now that I could see being the name of the show. <laughs> serious boobies for the could be a name for the show. Uh, <laughs> your memories. It's serious good, boobies. man. Anyway. I, it, uh, wordplay and puns my god so okay i um, want to ask you a question then a follow-up question sure fire away because and you may have already answered it with your with the with the fact that you can still be triggered if you now if 43 year old brian now um, right 57 year old brian yes uh 23 year old brian yes if uh if you watched the devil's advocate now mm. and that church scene happened do you still think you would get triggered for boobies or do you think that you would be more mature and more see the drama of the moment? I think that what it would be would be a mix. I think I would see the drama of the moment a lot more than I ever have. But also, I mean, there's something about when you see boobies and you're young that it doesn't matter where or how you saw that shit. It just bam. Mm -hmm. Like the first pair of breasts I saw on screen was in Braveheart. Yeah. My parents owned it on VHS. I snuck down and watched it one night and I just remember rewinding. <laughs> play. Your parents watch Rewind. it a few years later, like, why does the tape play. get really rough in this part? <laughs> it's always so the tracking is always <laughs> off here. What's going on? And the case is sticky. That's weird. Um, no. No, I did not do that downstairs. I would go back upstairs. By the way, for, for um, those of our listeners, which I would guess is probably seventy percent of you that don't know or remember VHSs, Braveheart, <laughs> like Meet Joe Black, is one of the few mm. movies that came out, I think the Godfather movies did this too, where the m single movie was two VHS tapes. Yeah. It, we literally had a point in time where our movies would stop and we'd have to put in yep. the second tape. 
interesting story about that, and uh, this will veer us away slightly from boobies. <laughs> but anyway, to finish the boobies and then go back to that second video cassette thing, because I do want to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, years later, I watched Braveheart, probably like two years ago, and then boobies came up, and I was like, boobies. <laughs> and I was also like, oh, but what a lovely love story between him and his wife. Well, here's the thing. Uh, Those boobies were amazing, though, and they had to be, because... And I, I've said this before, and I will I will maintain this position till the day I die, and it will be on my tombstone. The only reason that William Wallace got involved in the fight is because they took away his source of boobies. He had no interest That's in true. the fight until they no, killed he, his he wife. Yeah. And then and they killed his wife, and he was like, all right, enough of that shit. Yep. Those are some great boobs. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Can you imagine if a 12-year-old wrote Braveheart and just all of a sudden, you've killed me boobies, <laughs> you dicks. And he just stomps off to, you've got to die now. <laughs> Duty head. You see her, put tape two in. Oh, if you got a princess with boobies, well, fuck you, and I'm going <laughs> to sleep with your boobies. <laughs> just, that, was, that, was, that is 12-year-old Brian's version of Braveheart that you should never watch. Speaking of 12-year-old Brian and uh, what you look forward to in certain movies... Mm. Do you remember when we did our extended summer movie series? Yes. Do you remember our conversation about Paris Can Wait? Yes. Have you seen Paris Can Wait? I have not. Have you realized how disappointed you'll be? Uh, no. The question I asked was, or not even a question, I think I, I, think I just speculated, watch they go through this whole movie and like there's no sexy time happening. And you were like, no, no. There will be sex. It's Diane Lane. Like, that's Diane Lane is is pure lady sex. Like, there's just, that's what she does. But the movie is rated PG. Oh, I'm not saying that they won't have some moment where, like, the candle flickers and goes out. Yeah, but I guarantee you at some point, Diane Lane gets busy. It may not be full on, like, hot, sexy Diane Lane. But I don't think they can even show any of that stuff because it's PG. In a PG? Oh, man, you can get away with a lot in a PG movie. PG is the new G. There is like almost no rated G movies anymore. I mean, literally, they'll probably be like, oh, would you like to come upstairs for a drink? Why, yes, I would. They drink. Camera goes out the window. Curtains below, you know. And that'll be that'll do it for you, huh? I mean, it's Diane Lane. That'll man. trigger. I mean, the thing with Di- so wait, wait, wait. So yeah. Diane Lane Here's does the thing it for with you Di- so exactly. much. I was just about to say, Diane Lane is not just boobies. Diane Lane is so much more. So, Diane Lane is a complex sexually evolved woman that can teach me things <laughs> i know this for a fact and so she does it she had, does it for you so I've much had vivid dreams i've had vivid dreams that even my wife has admitted are pretty damn sexy sounding <laughs> about me and diane lane doing things so, so she does it for you so much that billowy curtains oh. in the proximity of diane lane would do it for you sure oh yeah 100 percent. awesome yep I mean, it would do it for me in terms of make me go, ooh, Diane Lane, you smoking sexy lady. But I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't be like, oh, hold on, pause, rewind. <laughs> like, no, I'm not going to give that curtain I'm jerk off to again. some billowing kids. Oh, look at him billow. <laughs> Just no, I, that, <laughs> that would be a very strange and interesting fetish. But no, I don't have that. Um, you would never, ever be allowed into a Sears. <laughs> no, they would <laughs> get him out. It's the billowy curtains guy. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so back to the sorry. So back to the two VHS thing. Yeah. So interesting story about uh, the movie. It came out recently, and I was going to ask you about it. I have not seen the original or the new one. 
Okay, I've seen and both. And I haven't read the book. And, uh, so no spoilers. Wait, you've read the book? I've not read the book. Oh, right. Li- well, wait a, a second. Wait a second. Why were you so shocked at the possibility that I had read a book? Well, I was going to be shocked that you had not watched either of the movie versions of a book, but you had read the book. Because oh. the book is fucking long. Okay. So I, I would assume that if you've read the triple Bible that is it, <laughs> that you'd be like, eh, whatever, four hours of my, two hours of my life. That's not really that bad. Okay. Um, so the first it, the 90s TV miniseries, mm-hmm. uh, was available to rent in my blockbuster in uh, dear old the Grand Oregon, where we went to school. Mm-hmm. And I did not see it when I was a kid. A lot of people saw it when they were younger, and I, I didn't see it. Um, so I was I was working there. I was probably, I was in college, so college age. And my brother and I were like, oh, let's rent it. We've never seen it. Let's watch it. So we watch it, and the movie comes on, and it's it's, you know, these adults, and they're like, fighting this clown and they keep flashing back to when they were kids and i'm like wow that's weird flashbacks it's like they it's like i should have known something maybe i needed to read the book and then we get to the end and they like you know spoilers don't really apply here but they solve the problem Mm -hmm. and we're like wow that seems really fucking definitive (laughs) and then the tape comes out and some dickbag had put tape two in the front (laughs) <laughs> and tape one in the back. And so we'd watch the movie backwards. <laughs> so to this day, I've never seen the original It forward. So when I watched the remake, which I recently did, I was like, wow, this is a very different movie. <laughs> and of course, with the, with with this version of It, they really only did part one. Um, I don't know if you knew that. It, the original, has like a part one where they're kids and they fight It, and then part two where they're adults and they fight It. So the movie that just came out in theaters and made fuck tons of money was the one where they're kids mm-hmm. and they fight it. Okay. And then like I next year or something or in two years they're going to come out with the part two where they're adults. So, they're so they recasting don't. Spoilers, all you've just given me they don't kill it. I mean, that, well, you don't know. They, they, it is resolved. And then... I guess that's true. You know, and with these, with these freaking horror movies... I mean, how many times has fucking yeah. Jason come back? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I do, I yeah. do want to see it. Both of it. I want to see... I want to see them. The first one, I think, is it's cheesier, but I think Tim Curry is more terrifying mm-hmm. as because it's Tim Curry. Right. And uh, the second one is, is fine. I, I walked away from it. I was like, oh, this is a good horror movie. And it's fine. There's some scary parts. There's some disturbing was moments. Was it as good as Wish it Upon? covers the base. Oh, is anything as good as Wish Upon? I don't know. The terrifying realization that that girl is not over 18. <laughs> No, no, there's no clown that can terrify you as much as that praying mantis. You know, something wants to something in me really wants to believe that that when we were recording that episode with Alex and I was drunk and you were hammered. Yeah. I part of me really really wishes that and and I know I'm going to go with it and believes that Alex knew she was underage <laughs> the whole time and he was just waiting for us <laughs> to walk into that Baiting one. me the whole time. <laughs> hey Brian, what about that girl? Speaking of illegal and horribly sorted situations the nfl yeah how the chicago bears do <laughs> hang on hang on i uh, i worked with our editor for something hit it now, he not only rambled but he rumbled and stumbled
boom, 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 boom. two footballs on the field. All right, football time. Yay, football. Yay, football. Uh, how are the Bears doing? I don't know. How are the Niners doing? They're terrible, as they should be. <laughs> the Bears... Uh, okay, so... Are they supposed to be good? No. Did you expect them to be good? Actually, I expect them to be better, especially after week one. So at the time of recording this, we've gone through weeks one and two of the NFL. Right. And in week one, they almost beat the Falcons, who went to the Super Bowl last year. Yes. The Falcons, who trounced the Packers this week. So yes. they almost, like, literally, if Howard had looked at the ball until he finished catching it, mm. they won that game. So sure. seeing that, I was... I was very impressed. I was like, okay, cool. It's a loss, but barely. And it was a sure. barely a loss against a really fucking good team. Like all great Chicago teams, they've given you hope. Right? Here's the thing, though. And before I continue on this, I was thinking about this earlier today and the fact that I, I, I will sadly be a lifelong Bears fan. And mm. even though I've come close to giving up on now, and granted, I'm also a Tennessee Titans fan. They're my secondary team. So this it's year good they look okay. have a backup team. Yeah, I've I've picked the Niners, but I'm going to be okay if the Cowboys win. There you go. So, um, where was I going with this? Oh, so I, I'm going to be a lifelong Bears fan. That I've come to terms with. Sure. And the reason for that, why it's now locked up, is because mm. of the Cubs. Because it felt so good when they finally won True. one that it's one of those things that it's like waiting You're to go to heaven. <laughs> you know, I may go through my life and die without seeing the Bears ever get to another Super Bowl. I was going to say. But if it happens. There were a lot of people that died waiting for the Cubs <laughs> to win a World Series. So yeah, I, I think the Bears are going to win a Super Bowl, and I think they'll do it in your lifetime. Uh, I think they'll do it within the next 10 years. Yeah. They might even do it in the next five. They're not a bad. So, like, their offensive line is way better than anybody thought. Well, it like, was. That was one thing I'll say for them. Yeah, they have been dealing with a lot of injuries. That's true. <laughs> but uh, their offensive line is much better. I think their offensive line coach is actually responsible for part of that. So I think even no matter who they put in there, the line should be good, which is, to me, like that's the number one thing you need in the NFL. If you can't protect your running back or your quarterback, you're fucked. Which is what we saw happen with uh, Green Bay Atlanta in week two is the O-line sucked. Yeah. Which I was happy about. Um, that actually, that beating that Green Bay took made me feel better about the beating that Chicago took. You're like, oh, that's less of a beating. Also, you got to see the Packers get beat, yeah. so that's always a good day, right? I, I literally, um, actually, because I have the Sunday ticket thing so that I can watch my Bears out here in L.A., but I actually, at one point in like the third quarter, I gave up on the Bears game. I was like, I, I waited for them to come back from halftime because like, sometimes you know mm. teams make adjustments. Sure. Nope. They didn't. And, uh, and so I, I gave up, and I flipped over to my Titans game, and I took mm. off my, my Urlacher jersey, and I threw on my Titans hoodie because we were finally officially getting some fall weather out here. 
And yes, yeah, that's true. We are. And uh, and a friend of mine actually texted me just so in regards to the Bears game, and my my best response was that I texted back a a, a selfie of me in my Tennessee sweatshirt saying, yeah, some halftime adjustments had to be made around here. <laughs> Cause yeah. it's, I mean, I'm still going to, I'm still going to watch them next week or this week, whatever. Um, sure. And next week, and next week and, and the week and after that, week. I'll, I'll continue to yeah. watch them. But until they put in Trubisky at this point, I, and even then I'm not sure because they just, they have no wide receivers now, literally no. their wide <laughs> receiver no. depth is gone. They have no one to throw the ball to. Yeah. And the people they have throwing the ball, in my opinion, are not the people they want throwing the ball. So they have they have two choices. They can be a mediocre team, which they could probably manage in their division, maybe. Mm. Or they could suck for Sam. I think they need to get down on those knees and start sucking for okay, Sam. Okay, explain the suck for Sam thing here. Okay, Sam Darnold is the quarterback for the USC Trojans and has pretty much been assured by many people to be the closest thing to a sure bet as since Andrew Luck. Okay. And Andrew Luck is unfortunately, lucklessly, is on the goddamn Colts, who are the most miserable team I've ever watched. Really? I watched part of their game. More oh, than the Bears? Worse than the Bears. Worse than the Bears. The Colts, the Colts fans have to just feel so shitty. Because unlike the Bears, who will just lay down and die, so you can be <laughs> like, well, cool, switch to the channel, done. The Colts will like hang in there and sort of keep it going because Andrew Luck is that good mm. and he'll keep them in the game. And then they'll lose. Mm. And then they'll lose. And then they'll win just enough to maybe make a wild card appearance before being obliterated by some much better team. So what they need to do is suck and then draft like people to they need they need to put help around Andrew Luck so bad. Because that guy's good, but he's throwing the ball to T. Y. Hilton. Yeah. And T. Y. Hilton's not that good of a receiver. Um he's not bad. I just think luck makes him better. But yeah, the Bears legitimately have no one to throw the ball yep. to. I I was on our fantasy waiver wire this week trying to be like, oh, with Kevin White being out, I wonder who they'll throw the ball to. And I legitimately couldn't figure it out. <laughs> and as it turns out, the answer was Tarek Cohen. Yeah, and so, by the way, you know, fuck you for picking him up in one of our leagues. One of our leagues, I go, I go on to grab him, and my waiver wire pickup fails because somebody got him before me. Who got him before yep. me? Brian did. Me. Who does Brian yes. already have on his roster? Howard. He now has, yep. inexplicably... Both of the Chicago Bears running backs. Because who are they going to throw it to? <laughs> I just feel They're like there's so many run better ball. running backs in the league. I think that you're trolling me by stockpiling the two Bears. Part of it was, I won't lie, it was one of those things where strategy and what I wanted sort of lined up for the first <laughs> time. I was like, oh, if I get this, Seth is going to be just sad as shit. <laughs> Perfect. Speaking Click. of sad as shit, Seth. Week one, you and I met in the All-Star League. We did. I would have destroyed you uh -huh. if my yeah, top three, uh -huh. somehow, Tom Brady, uh, David Johnson. Him. Good week this week. And Le'Veon Bell had not all decided to shit the bed collectively. Yeah, what is up with Le'Veon Bell? I don't know. I have him in another league, and he has been a complete garbage fire. I am just so pissed. Yeah. Well, and, like, and dude, David Johnson's on. on the IR now for like... At least ten weeks, they said. Yeah, I think he's like six to ten weeks now. So, so but yeah, so my li literally, I had, I had. Oh, I'm sorry. This wasn't the All Star League. This was the Keeper League that I had. Uh, oh, I obliterated you in the Keeper. Yeah, league. that was what it was. It was our Keeper League, and somehow I managed yeah. to get three of the we top were close draft in the picks. League. We were 
Yeah. And the thing was, it was it was close, and you had Hunt who went off for fifty fucking points, and yep. it was still close. So I would have destroyed you if any one of my top three had decided to show up. But I beautifully you won that outplayed match. you with by picking Kareem Hunt. That was really all I did. Yeah. I, now did you Getting did you Hunt see that coming, or was that just a lucky rookie pick for you? Um, I I mean, every pick is a lucky pick when it comes to rookies. I I try and grab a rookie a year just because I know one of them will go off. <laughs> and this year, I liked Kareem Hunt's chances, especially after Spencer Ware, their starting guy, went down. And um, a lot of the blogs I read were just all over Kareem Hunt. They're like, oh, he's actually really good. And that walrus that they have that coaches in Kansas City. Reed? Because I, I don't believe he's a human being. Andy yeah, Reid used to okay. coach the Eagles. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that dude's a walrus. I, I that would agree with somehow that. has convinced everyone he's a person. And that's fine. He's a beautiful walrus. <laughs> he should, and he, he coaches a hell of a football game. Um, but he loves to run the football. And so my strategy is to basically find running backs whose coaches hate throwing the ball and be like, or running backs whose teams have injured all their <laughs> one red receiver and have no other option but to hand the ball off. Oh, and also paid Mike Glennon a ridiculous amount of money before realizing that his name was Mike Glennon and that he was the backup in Tampa Bay for three years. For a reason. Yeah, so I don't know. Uh, I, I don't give the Bears much of a chance, but you know what? Every week I tune in to see what they're going to do, and I'm always like, ah, you know what? Uh, aren't they playing the Packers like in Next week, soon? like week four. Thursday, Thursday night, night, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've got Amazon Prime. For some reason, Amazon Prime, we're getting the Thursday night yep, games. Yep, Amazon now. Prime locked up the exclusive streaming option. It's still yeah, on NFL so Network be... and CBS, but it's exclusive streaming on Amazon Prime. Yeah, so I'm going to be – I'm, I'm going to watch the Bears game. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go down and try and find a single Miller Lite, <laughs> and I will crack it open just for you, and I will raise the glass as the kickoff goes, and then I will probably shut it off at halftime. <laughs> but, you know, uh, right up until halftime, I'll be there. I'll be like, go Bears. Yeah, it it's rough. It is definitely rough. And hey, if the Packers lost horribly to the Falcons, maybe this is the year that the Packers suck, and you get to kick the Packers around at least. Yeah, there is that. But uh, I honestly, if I was the Bears, I would fucking fail so hard, as hard as I could this week. Because you, uh, I mean, I know they think that they've found a golden nugget with with Mitch Trubisky, but I, I just, I have this sneaking suspicion that he's the other kind of nugget and not the golden. See, and that's one. the thing that was, they need to at least put him in and find that out, though. Because if they put him in and find out that he sucks, then absolutely suck for Sam. But right, why, why go full bore suck for Sam? Without testing, I don't understand him. why they got him in the first place. Well, I thought it was the goofiest fucking thing they've ever done. I think that picking him up was smarter than getting Glennon. The problem was just getting Glennon, paying so much for I, Glennon. I honestly thought that their strategy, because there's there's um, Sam Darnold and there's like three or four other franchise quarterbacks. It's a great year for quarterbacks this year in the, in the in the draft. And I thought their plan was, oh, they're going to sign Glennon for like three years so that they can develop somebody behind him. They'll just let Glennon be his pedestrian average self, <laughs> lose an epic amount of games, get the number one pick, grab Sam Darnold and start grooming him. And then they'll have the next they'll have their version of Aaron Rodgers right. to basically dominate the NFC North or the worst case, Sam, uh, Matt Stafford. But uh, nope, they decided, you know what? This is Chicago. Fuck that. <laughs> we're going after we're going after Mitch Trubisky because he does. I will say this: he sounds like he's from Chicago. I think I said that when they oh, drafted yeah. him. Mitch Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. 
Mitch Trubisky sells Polish dogs down at Soldier Field <laughs> on the weekends. That's what Mitch does. He runs a plumbing company out in Peoria. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mitch Trubisky's name sounds like. You know what it doesn't sound like? The starting quarterback for the Bears. Sounds like a guy who should be in the stands. Just saying. Well, what was or that on the movie? Line. What was that movie that Mark Wahlberg was in? Oh, he, like, yeah. He became the, the walk-on like kicker for the Eagles or some shit. Yeah. I don't remember the name. It was like Phenomenon. Yeah, or something like that. Something or, Maybe that's yeah. how Mitch Trubisky got it. <laughs> Probably <laughs> was. It's like, like, hey, this guy sells really delicious hot dogs. Cool. Well, we'll we'll get him. We'll hype him up, and then we'll be really terrible, and we can draft Sam Darnold. I do want to say, we'll, in non-Bears fashion, yeah. since we talked about my crushing defeat in week one to you, Mm-hmm. I made some moves. I I, mm-hmm. I I got some pickups done. And in all three of our leagues, I cleaned up in week two. I nice. swept. So I've, I've done that two weeks in a row now. <laughs> Fuck you. No. Oh, man, there's something. You, is there mold in the studio? Is there? there probably yeah. is. That's probably why I'm sneezing so much, or I have a cold. Yeah, or that's true. Oh, damn it. It's, allergic. It's, it's this tainted oh. microphone, you bastard. Ooh. Ah, there it is. <laughs> so we That's are it. getting close to running out of time. I feel like I would be remiss if we did not touch on the fact that we officially now have a president of the United States that has not in thinly veiled threats has come right out and verbatim while addressing the fucking UN mm. has said that we will, quote, totally destroy North Korea if we have to defend ourselves. Remember how early in our podcast we were talking about there's a certain point in your life where you think boobies when you see boobs? Mm -hmm. There's a certain part in your life or point in your life when you have to strut around like a dipshit and tell people that you can kick their ass. And that is, I think, where I'm, I'm sorry to say where I think Donald Trump is still at. Like, like, I didn't understand why he said it. I, I, I didn't get it. I was like, dude, you just stated the most obvious thing on the world. They know that. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Nobody is under the impression that if we roll up on North Korea that they stand a fucking chance in hell. They will go down like a Belgian border gate during World War II. Like, no. <laughs> They're done, man. They're done. So why say it? It just seemed like the dumbest thing to be like, we would beat South North Korea. Also, Fiji, man, Fiji <laughs> would just go down. We could take, like, why not just list everybody whose ass we could really kick? Because there's a lot of them out there. You, uh, the, the, the British Virgin Islands would stand no chance against U.S. military might. Speaking of like, islands, yeah. real quick here. And sure. I'm going to make a comment sure. that could be offensive in, in the wake Warning. of all the... Uh, hurricane activity. Morning. Seth is going to make an offensive I'm just going to go right out here and say it. So, you know how whenever there's natural disasters or there's shootings or anything or bombings or anything like that, the Westboro Baptist Church is always eager to be right there picketing and saying, this is because God hates fags. Yeah. Is it bad that while I do feel for the people that have lost their homes and and whatnot and it's 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 bad it's it's bad down there like this feels like it's katrina times three because literally they're ramping up to have their third one hit now 
Oh yeah, it's pretty epic. So, yeah. but there was part of me that couldn't help but think, man, those red states are really taking a pounding right now. Uh, here's the it, when I I remember when Katrina hit New Orleans. And there was a large amount of Texas evangelical churches that said it was because of sodomy and godlessness mm. of New Orleans. Part of me immediately did think of them and go, so how much butt-fucking have you guys been doing in the last <laughs> 10 years? Because, God is pissed. Yeah. Which he isn't. And, you know, I'd like, yeah, it, it, it's the goofiest damn thing that people think. Anytime weather is blamed on God, I'm like, if you think God is so petty... That he's like, oh, I'm gonna hit these guys with a hurricane. No, I in the Bible there's a there's a chapter about. I mean, I don't agree with the chapter, but it is a chapter about what God does to cities He doesn't like, and it's not hurricanes. It's usually fire and brimstone, and nobody left. There were a lot of people left after Katrina and after Harvey. I, yeah, I think I think God, if He was super pissed, could do better than a a stiff breeze and a ton of rain. Do you think? climate change is affecting the hurricanes or no oh yeah of course it is okay yeah 100 percent. i mean they they basically said the waters are warming up that's why the intensity of the uh hurricanes is higher so gotcha because that's the one I, thing I, I've I, seen they, is they know science they study they study that shit i assume they know what they're talking about <laughs> well because you see a lot so of people like, that yep. like the the climate change deniers response to it that i've seen is is always We've been having it's hurricane season. We have hurricanes every year. We've had hurricanes for the last 20, 30 years. Sure. But I do feel like we're hit, getting a lot more stuff going on. <laughs> than I, I think remember. we're getting more category fives, which is indicative of warmer waters because the warmer water, the warmer the water is, the faster the swirl mm. or of the uh, creates the. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. Somebody Wait, should Google that you're shit. You're not a and scientist? I am not. I'm barely even qualified to do anything. Psh. I was under a bridge homeless, and I was <laughs> like, hey, guys, give me a job. And you said, yeah. And here we are. And here we are. And speaking of warm water, I have a question for yeah. you about beer before we go, which we do have to go. But um, so you're a person that drinks Miller Lite. I, Am I correct? Too, yeah. Yeah. And I don't really have much of a beef with Miller Lite, but I, I was watching uh, a Dodger game a couple days ago, and uh, they... Um, they had an ad for Coors Light, and they said that it was brewed cold, cold filtered, and and shipped cold. Like somehow, beer being cold was a good like like a thing that qualified it to be good beer. Like I can make the beer cold. <laughs> I have a refrigerator. I don't need you to make the beer cold. Why does Coors Light taste like piss? That's my question, really. Well, you see, when you spend all of your time formulating a strategy to keep the beer cold from inception to delivery. Right. You completely expend all time and resources that might otherwise be applied towards things like taste and <sighs> human consumption. Quality. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Well, thank you. You've cleared up my 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 confusion as to why they thought I needed cold beer when I have <laughs> a fridge, a cooler many things that could make cold beer. I don't need you to make the beer cold. I need you to make it good. Right. And I, and I'm Miller Lite is at least drinkable. I won't say Miller Lite is good and I don't understand why you love it so. <laughs> but it's it's drinkable. If I go over to your place and you're like, "Hey, you want a beer?" I'm not like, "Fuck no." I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I'll drink the Miller Lite. Fuck it." 
Well, thank you for that. I it's guess. better than it's better than. But Coors Light, I I drank that a few times in college, and I'd forgotten I had a Coors Light the other day. Well, like a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Well, and it also doesn't has matter a, how cold you make it has this. A, it has a skunk smell. Have you noticed that? It does. Yeah. Like you finish the can and you're like, did a skunk fart in my room? What happened? <laughs> it's just so bad. Yeah. Anyway, well, thank you for clearing yeah, that up. Yeah, you're welcome. I, I, I want to ask, though, have you ever had Bud Light? Not lime. Yes. Just Bud Light. I've had both Bud Light and Bud Light Lime and found them both to be atrocious, but nowhere near as bad as Coors Light. So on the shitty beer spectrum, we've got the obvious, like, natural light and Keystone Light, and then we've got Coors, yeah. then we've got Bud Light, and then we got Miller Light. I'd say that's a fair fair pyramid there, and then all other beer over that, <laughs> I guess. Not what all about other, Rolling Rock? Most. I'm okay with Rolling Rock, See, actually. Rolling Rock I'd, I'd put it above Miller Lite, but not by a lot. Rolling Rock I would put near or slightly above Miller Lite for one. But as soon as I have more than one Rolling Rock, it really starts to taste not good. I'll tell you what, though. Uh, all this talk about beer and the fact that I've kind of downed my vat of scotch has really told me that what I need to be putting my time and energy towards right now is beer tasting for science. So I think on that note, we got to get out of here so that I can go to the bar and work on getting myself 86. That's a fantastic decision. You should definitely do that. Awesome. Oh, wait, before we go, though, we got to talk Guardians of the Galaxy 2. You promised last time. Uh, I'm sorry. I got to go, too, actually. I got to go take care of my kid. What? You don't even have a kid. Yeah. No, I oh, do Oh, damn it, you yep, do. I do. Named it Star-Lord. Got to go. Ah, fine. All right. Well, as always, thanks for listening. This has been Final Hour with the West Coast Neighbors. I'm Seth. I'm Brian. And we'll catch you next time. When we talk about Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Woohoo! There's a chorus of opinions, but you know what you love. Don't let them tell you no. Don't let them talk that shit. The only thing they'll give you is reasons you should quit. Don't let them get you down. You just stand up tall. Sometimes everybody This has been a Dry Run production.